Hello and welcome to Curiously Morbid, a podcast for the curiously morbid-minded people out there. I'm your host, Dean Osgood, and I'm joined by my host, Danielle Waldron. Danielle, I'm very excited today. I'm insanely excited. We've got our first ever guest on the podcast. These guests are very similar to us in some ways, but... Oh, I want to say transatlantic. That's right, isn't it? Transatlantic. I think so. Is that correct? These are like the transatlantic, me and you. We're, yeah, we're crossing the Atlantic. We're going there. Um, our guests are from a podcast that absolutely has terrified me. Terrified me. I, like, I think you've been a little bit dramatic. Yeah, I'm using a bit of hyperbole, but like, yeah. listen to Campfire Stories too. I'm giving it away who they are now. Just yeah, you are. Them, go on. I'll introduce them. So, um, our guests are the lovely Jen and Christine from Noteville podcast which is like Dean said it's pretty scary if you know you're like Dean and um, <laughs> so hi guys hi. <laughs> and yeah I feel like transatlantics right we stay yeah, across the pond right. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, fun, yeah. That's a nice little idiot. Yeah, oh, yeah, that is a nice little idiot. She was trying to be too fancy. I was, yeah. I was transatlantic. We both yeah. do that, too. See. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. And I felt really subconscious talking about your podcast in front of you, so sorry. <laughs> I know, I was like, I kept, like, not looking at the Zoom, like, don't look at them, pretend like they're not there, but, like, just being a weirdo. It's okay. We tried to be quiet while you were doing that, too, and we're like, oh. <laughs> It's movie magic. <laughs> it, it all comes together in the edit nicely. Um, so, guys, can you tell us a little bit for our listeners that might not have heard of Noteville and um, a little bit about what so your Jen and I are? Sorry, that's such an awkward question. Essentially, tour guides of the awful city of Noteville. I mean, wonderful. It's wonderful. It's great. It's wonderful. Come visit it's, us. It's sunny awesome. all the time, and uh, yeah. there's never anything lurking around the corners and we never lose our tourists ever like ever <laughs> <laughs> no but we we tend to take the the creepier topics of life and we delve into the history the folklore and you know whatever influences they've had on pop culture which they seem to have a lot yep and we explore that with them that's one of my favourite bits. I like that like you go into the pop culture and like the folklore. Mm-hmm. And today's, uh, obviously listeners will know because they've clicked on it, um, but today's episode is about sleep paralysis. Yeah. Um, and this is something that's insane. Like it's such a weird phenomenon, isn't it? That happens it to is. people. Yes. I know that you don't know anything about this, Dean. I've never experienced it. <laughs> so lucky. lucky. Um, lucky. Do you know what? I'll go home if it happens to me. I swear now. Every time we record something, something happens to me. Like in one of our episodes we did one on ghosts and Danielle was telling me about a ghost that she uh, encountered in her childhood that used to wait for her um, overnight mm-hmm. on the hallway so she couldn't even so she, she would see it in the bathroom but um. I the whole night I went home to that I was like ah, ah, ah. I, I was panicking that it was gonna happen to me yeah I'll have nightmares <laughs> actually What's interesting about sleep paralysis is I've read in sources that the more you think about it, the more likely you'll have it. So maybe you'll have it tonight, Dean. Oh, that would be so, <laughs> so good just for next Friday, just in case. Oh, no, are you scared now? <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, you'll hate it as well. So welcome to Nopeville. <laughs> I'm going to be one of your guests that never makes it back, aren't I? <laughs> the first guest to get lost. 
<laughs> we'll, we'll get to the end of the episode and they'll be like, Dean's not in his seat. Where's he gone? <laughs> Where's Dean? You know, that has happened in Noble. That has happened. I've seen in your last one, you lost two, didn't you? Oh. Yeah, it, yep. uh, it it seems to almost be exclusively our Patreon donors. It's very strange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no correlation there whatsoever. No, 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 of course not. None Sleep paralysis is a state during waking up or falling asleep in which a person is aware but unable to move or speak. During an episode, one may hallucinate, so they might hear or feel, see things that are not there, which often results in fear. These episodes generally only last a couple of minutes, but it feels like a lot longer for the person it's occurring to. It may occur as a single episode or be recurrent. The condition may occur in those who are otherwise healthy or those with narcolepsy, or it might run in families as a result of specific genetic changes, and that's something that occurs in my family because I've got this, my mum has it, my nan's had it. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it, I definitely think it runs. And you're trying to get this to happen to me tonight. I'm not trying to get it to happen to you. <laughs> if it happens, if it happens, but if it happens, you know, it but happens. If, yeah, if it happens, you'll be fine. <laughs> the condition can be triggered by sleep deprivation, psychological stress, or abnormal sleep cycles. The mechanism is believed to involve a dysfunction in REM sleep. Diagnosis is based on a person's description. <laughs> Treatment options for sleep paralysis have been poorly studied. It is recommended that people be reassured for the condition. Is reassured? Yeah, reassured because you don't want it's to feel like right. a demon is just going to come and kill you every night. But it's fine. It's not yeah, safe. It's fine. You're fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. Yeah. To be fair, that's the treatment the doctor's going to go. It's sound. You're fine. It's okay. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> so between 8% and 50% of people experience sleep paralysis at some point in their life. I'm going to be in that 50% tonight. Yeah. About 5% have regular episodes. <laughs> Males and females are affected equally. Yes, equality. And sleep paralysis has been described throughout <laughs> history. This is my favourite bit, so I'm going to take over. Oh. Right. So, the whole, like, throughout history bit, this painting is actually terrifying. I'm going to get Dean to describe it in a minute because... I would be able to describe it as well as do but it's called the nightmare by henry fuseley and it was painted in 1781 and is thought to be a depiction of sleep paralysis perceived as a demonic visitation dean just describe what you're seeing in the image for me so it's a sassy naked woman lying on her back she's like doing a crab like that gymnastic move yeah she is yeah. um she's covered in white i'm assuming that's the bed sheets and then there is what I can only describe as a garden gnome coming out of her chest to like sat on her. He looks very grumpy and very sad. He looks almost demonic. Yes. That was a really good description. Thanks. I love that. That's good description. That really, I feel like if I was a listener of this podcast, I would have that image in my head now. Oh, thanks. That's why I wanted. That's why I wanted to do it. Like it almost <laughs> not quite. <laughs> no, but what about that? little garden? No. Oh, in the corner, right? There's like a bat. No, it's not a bat. It's something with three eyes, and it looks like it would kill you. Yeah, that's the scary bit. I'm not bothered about the garden gnome. That's the scary bit. That's the sort of shit I see when I'm. You're not bothered about the garden gnome sat on the woman's chest. It looks distressing, but that's that's the issue. That's um, the issue. There's a lot of issues in that picture. Yeah, and you guys talked about this picture as well um, on your episode, yeah. which is like yeah. mm-hmm. quite um, 
it was quite pleasant for me because then I was like, oh, I'll talk about that as well. And then I went and looked in, I was like, whoa. Like a lot of people have. You're like, wait, yeah, what? A lot of people have probably seen that picture before because I'd seen it before. I haven't. Do I? <laughs> I've seen it really recently though. I watched the fall on Netflix and it's in that. It's weird. And I was like, mm. whoa, I've seen that really recently. One of those strange occurrences. Interesting. So what did you guys think yeah. of that photo then? Do you think it, it depicts the paralysis very well? Or like, because I've never had it. What do you think of it? So I would think so because when you have sleep paralysis, like you feel like something is sitting on your chest, like you can't breathe. And at the same time, like you can see that little thing in the corner. So like a horse, right? Like a black yeah. horse. You just see like a, well, at least for in my experience, like, wait, I just saw like a black shadow, mm-hmm. like in the corner of my eye. So that kind of like depicts what it is for me. So, I mean, it kind of depends on the different experiences because each person has like a like i didn't have the chest feeling with mine and i didn't well i mean i guess i did kind of physically see something but it wasn't like a shadow or anything like that um so for me not really no (laughs) no doesn't really depict it for me (laughs) and then i think like didn't your your friend uh christine have just hearing the sound of a knife sharpening (gasps) Yeah. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, she she could hear it behind her back. It was it yeah, it she's had some terrifying experiences. Oh, that's te- that's, yeah. that's actually more scary than, than what happened to me. So, oh my god. Oh my god. That's scary. Yeah. That was all she experienced was she could just yeah. hear that. Like she she couldn't move while she was hearing it, but like that was the most terrifying well, thing for her. It was just feeling like something was back there well. and just hearing oh, that. Oh, it's so horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's believed to have played a role in the creation of stories about alien abductions and other paranormal events. Mm-hmm. Do you know I'll tell you something that I know you're gonna be upset about? You know you think you were abducted by aliens that time? Yeah, I was abducted by aliens. I think maybe it was sleep paralysis. That's why that's what I think. Just Ooh, be, I know that you've got your little indent <laughs> and I know it's a lot to you. I know it means a lot to you. But just hear me out, this is what I'm thinking. She's trying to disprove my abduction by aliens. <laughs> because it sounded. <laughs> no, 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 riddle me this, riddle me this. Right, guys, look, I don't know if you can see on this webcam very well, but I've got a hole in my chest where I was abducted Ooh. by aliens. That's not sleep Ooh. paralysis, is Ooh. it? Well, that, I mean. I've never heard of it, it leaving it a physical thing. Yeah. yeah, 100%. All right, then, all right, then. It was just a theory. But yeah, so this is where a lot of stories might have been created from because before I knew what sleep paralysis was, when I first like experienced it, I thought, that's a freaking ghost in my room. But now I'm like, yeah. no, I was having mm-hmm. sleep paralysis. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah, that's the same thing that happened to me. Like the Yeah, so my experience is that, so I was having a sleepover with some friends and I let them sleep on the bed and I slept on the floor and as I was laying on the floor I woke up in the middle of the night and I like the whole room was vibrating like I started seeing like staticky vision and I look above me because I'm sleeping on the floor right so I look above me and I see this black shadow of a guy in a trench coat and a wide brim hat just like looming over me and he's reaching like I see his arms he's reaching down towards my neck and so I was fucking scared 
And I didn't know what to do, so the only thing I did was put my blanket over my head, because I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to die, then at least I have, like, I won't see it, right? Blanket defense. It's the blanket defense. But then, like, later on, as we were researching sleep paralysis, I think what, like, triggered us to be like, okay, we need to do an episode on sleep paralysis is I didn't know that the hat man was a common entity. Well, I was just about to say, yeah, I didn't want to, like, interrupt you, but that's, like, very similar to what happened to me when I was at university. It's like the first time I ever had uh-huh. sleep paralysis, it wasn't, the hat man was not involved. But the second time, mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. involved. Yeah. And, oh, I don't want to, I'll tell the rest mm-hmm. of the story in a minute. But it was, okay. it, it's, it, he has been seen. And it's so weird that you get seen by multiple yeah. people. It's a really strange yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah. I just thought I was weird seeing this weird entity in, in a trench coat and a hat. And I'm like, why? That's awfully specific. Yeah. That's yeah that's weirdly specific but then to think that like like 15 years later people are like yeah i've seen the hat man like he's real (laughs) (laughs) it's not just freddy krueger no no no, freddy no freddy that was the kind of hat i saw though do you know like the cat hat that freddy krueger wears the hat for for, oh it was like that Mm -hmm. here as well see now i don't know if that's in like you know like everyone's conscious of like that's what a scary person in a hat wears because we're all so familiar mm-hmm. with that idea. I'm sad that the listeners don't get to see Dean. <laughs> this is literally what Dean's like. Yeah, so he's just looking at me going. <laughs> he's, just, he's just like jaw to the floor. He's like, what? I do not want to see the hat man. This it's hat amazing. Man, stay away. I'm fine. What's that name? Oh my god, it's been three times. Oh no, goodness. Oh god. Right. You calm yourself down while I, while I carry on. So apparently sleeping on your back is believed to make the sleeper a lot more vulnerable to episodes of sleep paralysis. Oh, it's fine. I sleep on my side. Uh, hang on. Nope. <laughs> oh, wait. But wait, there's more. You also get it when you sleep on your side. <laughs> oh, yeah, you poor thing. Um, even if you go to sleep on like on your side or something, you may possibly roll onto your back in the night. You never know, do you? Do you know what I mean? So, sucks to be you. Um, right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this is thought to be because the sleeping position is more possible that it's on the soft sort of palate and um, to collapse and obstruct your airway, which is one of the reasons why I think I suffer with it because I have sleep apnea, which basically like fucks up your breathing when, mm-hmm. while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wake up and go. Sometimes yeah. I wake up like I'm sleeping. Imagine I'm sleeping, and then I go. <gasps> Oh, I think a lot of people do that. <laughs> do you mean like when you feel like you're falling? No, no, just like sometimes. Oh, no, you just, yeah. oh, you just shut. I'm like, oh! <laughs> oh, well, I don't know what that is, but um, it's not, it's, yeah, I, don't, I have no idea what the hell that is, Dean. I'm full of problems. <laughs> we'll come to that on another free Friday, Dean. <laughs> uh, so... Um, this is a possibility regardless of whether the has been diagnosed with sleep or not. Um, so you don't have to have sleep apnea to have this obstruction in your airway. Um, so there might also be a greater rate of these like micro arousals while sleeping um, on your back because there's a greater amount of pressure being exerted on the lungs just by gravity. So this stunning. is like stunning. So this is just, it just happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you want to know another fun thing that happens when you get sleep paralysis? No. I'm going to tell you some more fun oh, things. Oh, nope. 
So, several types of hallucinations have been linked to sleep paralysis. So, there's the belief that there's an intruder in the room, which is super, super common, and the presence of an incubus, which is like really gross. Do you want to know what an incubus is? Do you know what an incubus is? What do you think it might be? Um, A little gnome that sits on your chest. (laughs) Right, it's really sinister, it's really gross. Do you guys know what it is? Yeah. Oh, go on. It's like yes. a, a horrible yeah. demon that comes <laughs> yep. to like basically like rape you and sleep and try and like spread its seed everywhere and stuff like that. Well, it's been a while. It's been a while. Damn. Yeah. For God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so gross. What's the point? Right. Well, anyway, maybe. Yeah, it's great. Please, tonight. please. I do not want the demons to come in. <laughs> you are literally just inviting it to happen. No, please, demon, leave. <laughs> uh, and also the sensation of floating, um, which I think floating might be okay. You'll float too. Have you oh, okay, maybe not, okay, maybe not. All right, we'll stop now. So, a neurological hypothesis for this is that sleep paralysis um, is, the, uh, is the mechanisms which usually coordinate body movement and provide information on the body position. Um, because as you're like sort of coming out of sleep, it becomes activated, but you're still like like uh-huh. you can't move because you are still in like that deep sleep state um mm-hmm. so there's no actual movement so your like body just thinks you're floating and it'll hallucinate and all that sort of good fun stuff it does not sound fun mm-hmm. to me <laughs> oh i'm just letting you know all this stuff just so you know i'm just letting you know all this stuff so it's in your subconscious so you're gonna wake up in the middle of the night and like have a sleep paralysis for the first time ever in your life and cry yourself sleep for the rest of your life it just, is horrible. Just letting you know. It is horrible. <laughs> Have you ever watched Haunting on the Hill House? No, I haven't, because I'm a sensible human being. You're not trying to be scared. Well, there's a scene in that, and that describes... Like, I think that is, like, such a good depiction of what sleep paralysis is like. There's one scene in it with, like, this scary woman. She's got, like, wet hair. I can't believe you haven't watched it. No, 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 stop now. Okay. I got absolutely petrified to the point... I had to pull over listening to no film because <laughs> a woman was screaming in some tiles on a roof. That just sounds scary to be fair. It scared me that much I had to pull over. <laughs> Is that why you were like getting to this recording? Advisory to our podcast. <laughs> don't, don't drive while you're listening. <laughs> yeah, no driving in here. I, I was probably... <laughs> On the wrong side of the road, no bill. No driving and no bill. That's why we have a bus. I probably was. Right. So, the intruder and incubus hallucinations highly correlate with one another and moderately correlated with the third hallucination, um, which is like the floating and having like an out of body experience and stuff like that, which I've had like out of body things, which it surprises me. Have you ever like felt like you're like watching yourself while you're sleeping? No. No, have either of you two? Mm. Okay, so that's me. I've never had an out of body experience. But <laughs> yeah, it, I it mean, it's just that interesting. I can see the room again. It was when I was little. I think I was just a proper weirdo as a child. Like, as a child? As a child. Yeah, exactly. No, you've um, grown into a proper weirdo. But you're well, you're really like, sensitive to that stuff happening. though. I can remember being able to like yeah. see my bedroom because I I've like um I shared my bedroom with three sisters and my brother, so there was five of us um all together in it. And I remember just mm-hmm. being able to see us all from like the ceiling. 
And I just used to think I was dreaming. And then it's only when yeah. you like research and stuff, wow. I was like, whoa. Probably more sleep paralysis. You guys might have an out of body experience <laughs> tonight. If I'm having sleep paralysis, you can have out of body. We'll make it. Mm. All right. <laughs> we'll let you. We'll I let mean, you know I'll, tomorrow. Yeah, I'll, I'll take out a body of sleep paralysis. Like, <laughs> I don't, you don't see the hat, man. Oh no, no, no! Because no, I'm hearing so many things about this hat, man. That's making me sad. To be fair, I'm mm. going to tell you lots of stuff that will scare you in a minute. Right, go on and tell me the scary stuff now. <laughs> So, there's then a hypervigilant state that some people also get, and this gets created in the midbrain, um, and further contributes to the hallucinations. So, more specifically, the emergency response is activated in the brain when these individuals wake up paralyzed and they feel very vulnerable to attack. So, it's sort of like your instincts are like, oh my god, like your, your brain knows that you mm-hmm. can't move, and it's like whoa you know like and so basically it makes you mm-hmm. really paranoid and so you start to hallucinate these like dangerous incidences basically which is like why some people will feel like so helpless so it basically <laughs> makes um like normal dreams mm-hmm. um really really vivid and like intense and scary all of a sudden even when it's not so like if for instance if you're awake and you're there and you've got like a coat mm-hmm. hanging on the back of your door that coat is now like a person coming to kill you sort of thing and and that's how your brain is doing it because you're in like mm-hmm. this hypervigilant yep. state yeah that just happens so that's what it is so maybe now that you're aware of that if you mm-hmm. do get it tonight you'll be able to like logically right. okay. question for the group <laughs> just to reassure me here is this real <laughs> like actual demons coming to get me or no, is it my mind saying demons coming to get me or is it somewhere in the mix of the both like no it's your brain that is a conversation we've had <laughs> yeah and we still don't have the answer yeah because i have i've had experiences that could be defined as sleep paralysis where i've had experiences that could be described as like yeah. a black shadow coming to get me so like a genuine haunting yeah. so it just kind of it just kind of depends on the circumstances around it like if you've never had an entity yeah. in your room but, maybe yeah. it's but the coat you, on your door will, so yeah. i need to like get my crystal but it could also be a yeah day. that was you add what is it a full moon tonight what moon are we on you, have you have you charged your crystals oh. have you charged your crystals <laughs> <laughs> look out the window the window. Window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, i feel like it's all just trying to scare me now so i'm gonna so this is gonna happen to me <laughs> you'll be fine so anyway, <laughs> so anyway, this hypervigilant response can lead to these like um, perceived threats, and they tra- they basically come to fruition in the form of these hallucinations. Um, a lot of the time, they're an evil presence. A lot of people think that they're trying to get suffocated by someone, um, or that they're like pressing really heavy on the chest, or they're being strangled the on your chest, things like that. Yeah, the gnome on the chest exactly um and the neurological explanation for this holds it's basically a combination of the threat your activation system and your muscle paralysis all sort of working as one um and causes sleep paralysis Mm. so that's what sleep paralysis is thanks you're welcome you're welcome at least now you know Mm -hmm. now you know (laughs) <laughs> or it's more prevalent for people who've got things like sleep apnea. I've got sleep apnea clearly. Oh, okay. Oh. I didn't know you had sleep apnea. Yeah. I have it as well, that's fun. Oh, oh my god, this is too Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> You'll be 
periods of really shallow breathing. Um, like Jack has literally thought I was dead once. Like he was literally like, "Have you got a fella about it?" <laughs> yeah, no, I've got a fella about it. My fiance. Um, no, he, he was like fully like, "Oh my god, I think Danielle's just like gone to the other side." And I think that's why I wake up and go. <gasps> Jack will testify, I'm horrific the amount of times he wakes me up and he's like, would you stop snoring? Like, oh, sorry. Like, it's just really bad. Um, so yeah, also choking or snorting is um, like more common symptoms, fun things like that. And it disrupts your normal sleep and affects you the entire Can we stop describing like this? Because I've just openly said that I have this on the internet. Oh, and now you're I'm in the, I'm in the dating the, game. You are in the dating game. Oh, yeah. Aww. <laughs> Date me, I snore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You'll be fine. What's the scariest experience that, like, you've ever had during sleep paralysis? <laughs> okay. Don't mean to, right, I'll tell you mine in chronological order. And then I want you to decide which one you think is more scary. Okay. okay. So I've had a few incidences, but I'm only going to describe two that were actually, actually like, terrifying. Um, so, my first one was when I was maybe, like, 16. And I was at home in my bunk bed. I was on the bottom one and my sister was on the top one. And obviously I'd been asleep, woken up, and that had started to happen. And it was it's kind of similar to yours mm. in the way there was someone there in the room, like a shadow. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, this person's coming towards me. But they were coming towards me. But I could mm. feel the pressure on my chest at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, so I knew it wasn't them yet, yeah. but I knew that they were coming, like, the, and, that, that, and that that was, like, in response to them, like, they were doing it somehow, <laughs> and I was, I, obviously, I'm a big believer in ghosts, so I was <laughs> like, oh, well, this yep. is it. This is it. This is the end. This is it. And it was just terrific, um, and then, but pretty much, like, it feels like it goes on forever and ever and ever, like, an eternity, and you're there thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to die, and it's mm-hmm. just the fact that you can't mm-hmm. move, but you, you're just stuck there with someone coming towards yeah. you, and you just can't do anything yeah. to stop it. It's horrific. It's horrible. And so, obviously, being 16, I was just like, I remember I'd literally been crying <sighs> because I was like, this is it. This is the end. And it was just like this dead, dark figure. It wasn't anyone mm-hmm. with like hats right. or anything like that. I could just, because I couldn't see the top of it mm-hmm. or the bottom. It was just like the middle of like a person's mm-hmm. figure. And it was right. just dead, dark. So I couldn't, yeah. So I couldn't see like anything, like, because it was really tall. So mm-hmm. I couldn't see the top of it and I couldn't see the bottom because of like mm-hmm. where it was in my bed. Um, and I just knew, mm-hmm. I was like, this is it. I'm going to die. But then I didn't. <laughs> see, everything's fine. See? So, yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> You're still here. <laughs> it was fine. And then, <laughs> and then the second one was when I was at university. And this one's like quite weird because... So in university, I only had like a single bed and my bed faced the door Mm -hmm. like head on. And uh, this is why I definitely think this 100% must have been sleep paralysis because I had like coats and hats and stuff like that on the back of the door. Um, And so that now makes sense to me in my brain that like, right, I must have been hallucinating that as as this Mm -hmm. hat man. And so I went to sleep that night, obviously slept on my back because at this time I didn't like know about yeah. not doing that. Um, I make sure not to sleep <laughs> on my back anymore, sleep on my front. 
Um, so again, same thing happens. I wake up at whatever time it was, fully paralyzed, mm -hmm. cannot move. And my room's like pitch black as well. But somehow, even though it was like super, super dark, I could still see mm. like this Hatman figure exactly like mm. how you were how you were describing it coming yeah. towards me and like at the bottom of my bed, but then it stayed at the mm. bottom of my bed for what felt like yeah. forever. And I just I didn't feel the pressure on my chest that time, but I felt like I was so in danger and I didn't feel like I was yeah. breathing because I felt like I was just holding my breath and I was mm -hmm. just like <laughs> but it yeah. was horrible. And it's the same uh, probably. It's the hat man, yeah. Well, listen, the plot thickens, do you know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So basically, I woke up the next, obviously the next day, went and spoke to my mate, because um, we all lived together. I lived with like eight mm. or nine other people. And um, this is my best friend as well. And she's like my best friend to this day. And, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> my, my, uh, my best friend, too. And that's brutal. <laughs> just talking and I said to her I was like oh god I had a horrible night's sleep last night I was like I woke up and I was like I was dripping with sweat afterwards it was this person standing over my bed and I just and I just knew like mm -hmm. he was gonna hurt me oh it was horrible and I thought yeah. it was a ghost because again I didn't really know what sleep mm -hmm. paralysis was at this time and I said to her I was like Jade look this is gonna sound crazy but a ghost was in my room last night and I'm I'm terrified I was like I'm gonna have to sleep in your mm -hmm. room with you like tonight because I'm not yeah. sleeping on my own and she was like, like shook. She and she was just looking at me like, and I was like, what, what? And she was like, literally the same. <gasps> yeah, so you're not safe well. there either. And I was like, no. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh my god. And then she was like, it was literally like, and she was like, what time was it? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I think I think the last time I could remember like looking at my phone like afterwards, it was probably like. I don't know, half two or something like that in the morning. And she was like, it was around half two for oh me as well. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck? I was like, oh my God. But she said this exact same thing. It like came towards her from her door because her room was the same layout as mine. Lingered at the bottom of her bed. Was just staring mm -hmm. at her towards her. And I was like, <laughs> what if it was Santa? <laughs> that, it that's what I thought. It's like Santa could be everywhere. <laughs> no, that, that, that same thing literally happened to my, me and my brother. There was one night where, so this, like, growing up, I used to see, like, a black shadow, just a black shadow figure in my room, and I, this is what I don't associate with sleep paralysis, though, because my brother and I would see it at the same, on the, on the same night, so there was one time where I was, I was up, I was awake, staring at this black shadow, feeling that sense of dread, and, like, just, like, the goosebumps come over me and everything, and then my brother comes busting into my room, jumps into my bed and then he was like i saw the shadow and i was like i was like holy shit i just saw it right now too mm -hmm. like at the same time oh no that wasn't sleep yeah, yeah that's what i think so too that's why like there's like a fine line between like is it sleep paralysis or is it a demon <laughs> yeah. because like this happened a couple times where like like the next morning my brother and i will be talking and he'll say i saw the shadow last night and i'm like i saw it too yeah like it happened oh. frequently I yeah it wasn't that. until like we, mo we moved out of the house like we like he lives on the other side of the country now but like it wasn't until like we grew up and got our own houses that like we stopped seeing the shadow on the same night well i think in general as well but it's just weird <laughs> 
Jose, have you asked if he's seen oh. it since he moved? He's since become an extreme skeptic, so yeah. he'll just chalk it up to being something else. It was so it's so weird. Like growing up, like we were always like into like hauntings and paranormal and things like that, and then he just decided none of that's true. So I don't know if he's just trying to kid himself or what, but I'm like, yeah, we, we had these experiences, dude. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe the shadow man came back and it was really, really bad and now we can't talk about it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. That's quite a bold claim. That is a bold claim, but you know what? I hope I'm going to make that claim. Yeah. <laughs> you do it. You stick to that claim. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Christine, do you have, like, a sleep paralysis? I have story? experienced it once, and the only time it's happened to me was in, like, early November of last year. Uh, my mom and I went out to actually visit Jen, and we were staying in a hotel room, and I distinctly remember waking up and feeling like the room looked a little different than before, and I could hear, like paper fluttering over by my mom's bed because we were sleeping in two different beds and I, it was like it was as if she had the the room service menu and then all of a sudden it like floated across the table between us and was like under my pillow it was like basically above my head was where the sound kind of went and at this point i realized i can't move mm. so i could both kind of like see in a way and feel a hand coming down the sheet underneath the sheet <sighs> along the side of my body and it stopped at my thigh and like yeah it like pressed like i felt a hand press against the outside of my thigh and i'm like at this point i'm like trying to get my mom's attention i'm like barely kind of like squeaking out uh i guess she called it crying it sounded like whimpering crying oh. noises yeah i'm like <laughs> In my mind, I'm screaming, Mom. And she, I kind of heard her, like, rustle. And she sits up and she's like, you know, I can hear her kind of sleepily. Like, are you, are you okay? And that was, like, the trigger that snapped me out of it. Like, I gasped for breath and st sat up straight and was, like, rustling my hands all around the blankets and stuff to make sure that none of it was real. And the room suddenly looked okay again. And I noticed it was 3 a.m. Oh, of course. Oh, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Of, of course, it's three a.m. Yeah, because why wouldn't it be? <laughs> but yeah, that was that one experience was more that than enough horrible. for me. <laughs> yeah, that's horrendous, mm. and that's because like the whole touching your thighs. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's too painful. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of times they're just <laughs> sitting there staring at you, like not yeah, actually touching like, you, and then this thing touched you. Ooh. Yeah, it's like one thing for it to just be like oh. creepily, like staring at you from a distance, but yeah, like yeah. just to just feel it along the bed all the way down, like uh. Oh. Mm. oh. Now, how can that be your brain doing that? That's not your brain. That's a demon. <laughs> a demon. Because otherwise, your brain is very mean. I mean, it is though. <laughs> God. Well, one of the hallucinating things is like possibly like it's tactile, yeah. Like, feel yeah that mm -hmm. aren't actually. Ooh, yeah. Gross. Yeah. Uh, I think Christine's the way. <laughs> You've had the worst. Yep. Yeah, that was not fun. <laughs> yeah. Has, has anyone ever met the gnome that sits on your chest? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't. Nice I haven't seen the gnome. <laughs> maybe that's what'll come to see you. Anything. Yeah, maybe that's what you'll get. <laughs> Maybe you're gonna see the name. Maybe I'll make best friends with the yeah. name and we'll start a podcast. <laughs> there you go. Maybe. Oh. 
sleep pod calluses. Do you know what I feel? It's going to be like one of these the, these stories. Like, well, sometimes I listen to podcasts, and if they tell me it's going to happen to me, it happens to me. Mm. Like on scary stories to tell on the pod, they told a story about this like red light thing that happens to you when you're sleeping, and mm-hmm. uh, I won't I won't give it all away. But it was like you you it's like you're in lucid dreaming, but but there's a bright red light that comes in from outside, mm-hmm. and then a demon comes and snatches your covers away oh. and grabs onto your legs and starts <gasps> pulling you off. No. Your no thanks. Oh my god, it's so weird that you say that. That's happened to my mum. <laughs> not the red light and stuff, but she's had her legs torn. <gasps> but apparently, yeah. <laughs> she told... had her leg pulled down the bed. <sighs> I remember her telling me, and she was. But my mum's like, no, it wasn't a demon. It's just in your imagination. I'm like, mum. Uh, no. No. <laughs> apparently, though, that story is contagious. So now I've told it. No, oh, no. <laughs> But I need my blanket. My blanket defense is the number one defense. <laughs> yeah, but now the demons know. <laughs> because uh, the demons know that's your defense. It's like I need my blanket. Oh God. Oh. No, no, it's it's the, the well-known rule that if you are under a blanket or covers, nothing can harm. Yep. Yeah, yep. One hundred percent. Not even serial killers. They just kind nope. of stop. Like, damn it, yeah. she yep. hid under the blanket. They're like, damn it, right. she's under the blanket. Guess we'll come back oh. later. Right? I think that's, that's about what I can take now because my heart's all like jittery. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to sleep tonight and I'm going to get sleep paralysis and I'm going to cry for four days straight. <sighs> and then we'll talk about it on next week's part. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> this has just happened for podcast content yeah hasn't then it? we'll talk about yes. it next time possibly yeah <laughs> well exclusive whatever you can do for content <laughs> yep pretty <But>. much <laughs> my, uh, my sleep paralysis story will be available on our patreon next week <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's so> <laughs> <laughs> perfect yeah, you there you go. Very much should be in our podcast. <laughs> You're our first ever guest. It's amazing. Such good yeah, fun. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Like, oh, it was so fun. If, if yeah. our listeners would like to hear, no, Phil, mm-hmm. where can we follow you on social media <laughs> or hear you on the pod? Yeah, so our Facebook and Instagram are both Nopeville Podcast, and our Twitter is Nopeville Cast. You can find us, you can find all of our show notes or anything that we've done on nopevillepodcast.com. And we're on pretty much all the major wow, podcast directories, so just pick your favorite one and we're there. Yeah. We're everywhere. We just, you know, we're like an English. Yeah. We're everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're always in your face. <laughs> You'll find us, don't worry. Or we'll find you. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> you will be a Taurus of Nopeville. <laughs> <laughs> Nopeville needs more vi- uh, visitors. Well, yep, I'm visitors. Not, not victims. Still on board <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not yeah. We all have our blankets. The bubble of protection. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Blanket defense. Lit- I was gonna say yeah, you're I'm literally inside a blanket. Yep. I'm literally in a blanket for it. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see. That's yeah. 
It is really hot. Like yeah. I, I sweat the whole time I'm in here, but it's fine. Cause my my house is all echoey, so <laughs> yeah, that's why I use my blanket for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you would like to follow us on social medias, you can find us at Curiously Morbid Pod. On all of the social medias, you can follow me at the LGBT teacher. You can follow Danielle at Miss Waldron underscore. Please follow us. We need followers. We need likes. We need approval. So please, please follow us. Um, and we would really appreciate if you could give us a five star review on <laughs> iTunes or wherever you get it. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, stay curious. Stay morbid. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Wow.